1: Hey, folks, the phone lines are burning up, so get your calls in while you can for February's Listener Request Month. And remember, that 10-year ban is gone. Totally donezo, man. It's, for this month, whatever you want from whatever year you want. It's the end of the year, man. It, you know, it's been a long movie year. There have been some really garbage movies. If you want to throw some at us, I am ready for it. Yeah. No. I mean, January, we are going to be doing our personal worst of 2013. Right. But, you know, there might be something that we don't have on the docket that you do. So feel free to request something for 2013. Maybe something from last year. I mean, whatever. Hey, maybe something from
2: 1971.
1: Yeah. Why not? There was bad movies that came out that year, too. That's fine. Uh, Also. There are a couple movies we're not going to do. After we just got done telling you, we'll do essentially any movie. Uh, Movies that have been done a bunch of times and movies we've done episodes on. For uh, both cases of that, of course, check out WHMPodcast.com. In our FAQ, there's uh,
2: some answers there for what we're not going to do. Oh, and when you call, remember name and where you're calling from. And yeah. a brief description of why this should be an episode.
1: Exactly. Yes. And you know, I appreciate we we've, we've had a ton of calls coming in already. Like I'm going to say we've had over like 250 phone calls. Like it's been pretty insane. Um
2: it's good good thing there's only four slots. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. It's like getting on SNL. This is Mega
2: Millions. Yeah.
1: Well, I'll 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 say this. We're not done. We have not made any final decisions, so do not hesitate to call in. Uh, But Eric's right about one thing. Keep that call pretty short. Keep it under a minute. We don't need to know everything about the movie. Maybe just tell us one little crazy thing that you think makes it worthy. Also, maybe you want to, you know, finish that mouthful of pasta. (laughs) Finish your milkshake. You know, a nice, clear... Talking here is what we'd like. A good phone call, because we are going to put it on the air. That's very true.
2: Please remember to talk.
1: (laughs) Please remember to talk. Please remember the name of the movie you're doing. And also, by the way, please just keep it to a movie. I don't want to hear a bunch of, you know what you should do? Uh, Sinbad movies. We're doing a Sinbad movie today. But, you know, I was using him as an example. Right.
2: And don't call up being like, you know what you should do? CDs. Oh, wrong show, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, you, you gotta want to take that over to Chris Cabins. We hate yeah. music.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh by the way, the number for the WHM hotline is 718-925-3893. International listeners, connect with us on Skype. We will accept your connection invitation and you will be able to leave us a message. Um and then what else are we saying?
2: Well, the last the de- last yes. time you can do this is December 31st, the, the strike of midnight. Once 2014 begins, you are too late.
1: Exactly right. Uh, That's
2: midnight Eastern time. We're a New York City-based show, so you know that's right. None of this Pacific bullshit. (laughs) You do the math on your own. Minus three.
1: Listen, you know, West Coast. If you're calling at 9:30 p.m. your time, you're finished. And look, I'm just going to say it because I mean it has to be said. Maybe you want to do it the morning of the 31st because (laughs) you might be indisposed towards the end of the night. Maybe you yeah. want to get, oh, Maybe. Uh,
2: I, I know people are procrastinators. They, I know we all are, but like, like this is different opinions. And we hate movies again, because <laughs> I say, get ripped, man. Let us be your midnight kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you leave a voicemail from your new
1: year's Eve party and you get your crowd of people to yell into the phone, what the movie title is. It would be pretty cool, and it might make it to air. I'm saying we're easily swayed by gimmicky shit, is what I'm saying. (laughs) That number again, 718-925-3893. Strike of Midnight Eastern on December 31st when 2013 dies. So do your chances to get a call in. 718-925-3893. You tell us what to watch hey gang real quick before we get started we got another thing that i wanted to put out on the air we mentioned it on social media but i do know that we've got way more listeners than we do social media participants so i wanted to let everybody know about the contest we're doing for uh support of animation damnation uh the first pilot episode of animation damnation came out a couple weeks ago it was the he-man she-rock christmas special a lot of funny moments in that uh so we're reaching out to all you uh digital animators out there if you do did digital animation uh, flash or some sort of you know animation that you film whatever it is you're doing and making it digital listen up Uh, we're looking for one to two minute videos highlighting your favorite part of the he-man she-rock christmas special episode so you know uh, audio from the episode hooked up with video that you are animating Uh, one to two minute segment not longer than two minutes not shorter than a minute Email it to weallhatemovies at gmail.com before the last day of January. It's 31st of January, 2014. Uh, Get your submissions. And the winner gets their artwork, their art studio, their art business, their website, their blog, whatever it is, plugged on the air on We Hate Movies for an entire month and... You also get the honor of submitting a list of three movies to us. We will pick one to do, and you will get to sponsor a We Hate Movies episodes outside of a listener request month.
2: Wow, so you you do the work, and there's rewards.
1: That's what happens, dude. You can reap the benefits. Get your artwork plugged to listeners all over the world. It sounds pretty great, right? Plus, we just like watching more cartoons, so we're going to (laughs) talk about cartoons, and then you make cartoons
2: out of us talking about cartoons. I think it's pretty sweet. Ah, snakes eating its own tail. <laughs>
1: that's exactly <laughs> what it is. The Animation Damnation Animation Contest. Should have thought of a better name for that, but that's what it is. The Animation Damnation Animation Contest. January 31st, last day for submissions. Email us, very important. Email only the link to us. We all hate movies at gmail.com. You can get your work plugged on the air. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin.
2: Chris Gabin. Eric Siska.
1: And we hate movies. Hello everyone, welcome to today's installment of We Hate Movies. It's our uh, it's a Christmas episode, 1996's Jingle All The Way, directed by Brian Levant. Homeboy's got a whole lot of credits under his belt here, I'm just going to oh, reel yeah. off a couple real yeah. quick. The Flintstones, Beethoven... Spy next door. This dude's got a lot of things. Snow Dogs with Kubricking Junior. Oh come on, man! Are, are we there yet? Yeah, are we there? That was the one I remember. He sure did. Oh, he also directed uh, Viva Rock Vegas. It's nice to see that that franchise kept its uh, series director.
2: Yeah, you need the you need the you know the visionary, the artistic yeah, he's, tone. He's, he's, he's needs the to Nolan maintain.
1: of Hanna Barbera <laughs> adaptations.
2: He also directed Problem
1: Child Two, a movie so bad it's not worth talking about on this show. That's how I feel about Problem Child. <laughs> so
2: don't call it in. Different
1: opinions on <laughs> we hate Yeah, I I think that movie is insane. You it, love it. I, huh? I, I I I was struck by how insane that movie is. Maybe I got to give it another shot, but I was aggravated
2: yeah. watching them. <laughs> well, I can imagine. <laughs> Chris, did you did you like it because it reminded you of your own childhood? Perhaps. It was, I mean, I did. <laughs> I heard I, you were a big PC. Well,
1: once I did project my babysitter's sexcapades <laughs> on a house in my neighborhood. Rude. So yeah. Also a gigantic bit... problem Whoa. I have with that movie is they have an impossible movie house. Oh yeah. That movie, it's it's like John Ritter got a copy of Cool Single Dad catalog and just ordered everything but in it, it. It's also kind of like Pee Wee was your interior decorator. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of a situation. Well they there. do have a zombie <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, what I was trying to say with that is that you know Brian Levant Motherfucker's got a lot of money. Those are successful movies that this guy's directed. Just fine. And, you know, Jingle All the Way was another one of these. So here we are. Is this... Now, wait a second. I'm trying... You know, as much as I wish I had all the data on our back catalog in my head, accessible at all times, right?
2: Is this our first Arnold movie? No, we did Running Man this year. Oh,
1: Running Man, of course. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... not Running man. Yeah, sorry, Arnold. Not... Not welcome to the show, Arnold, and not welcome to the show, Sinbad. By the way, oh gosh. he's in. He's he, here.'s my first big criticism of this movie, and I never thought I would say this, but uh, not enough Sinbad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He could have been doing. I mean, there's not enough jokes. That's the bigger issue. And honestly, there's not enough
2: Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's way too much Turbo Man. You though. can never get enough Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and he is just all over this thing yeah yeah. no it's
1: true but he's like playing like this is like my least favorite arnold like this is we're talking about variations on arnold yeah this is my least favorite one this is one where he isn't really allowed to do anything but play like a flustered father yeah well this my wife pointed this out when we were watching it last night right she was like Uh, he doesn't he doesn't work in these family type things because even in kindergarten cop He's a cop, and there's bad guys and things to do. But this scruff, he's grizzled in them. This is like he's totally castrated. You know, you you just know he wants to be like shut up, motherfucker, to Sinbad, right? But he can't do it because we got to keep this movie
2: PG. Well, that's the thing is like, I feel like this is one of those things where the movie's written, and then you know they it wasn't written for Arnold Schwarzenegger. It wasn't rewritten for Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then someone just mentioned his name, and I'm like. Well, that's interesting. Well, Say. There was, well, there was a big dust-up
1: about the script. I remember reading about, I, about the jingle all the way script.
2: There was. I
1: remember yeah. I remember there was a lawsuit. Some guy sued oh, yes. them Yes, because he had written a script, and they had... Well, no, he, it was like a treatment or something. Oh, come
2: on, don't bullshit me. You didn't write that script. This dude uh, won a thing
1: in 2001. Uh, The court case. Really? He was a high school biology teacher who wrote a treatment for this movie. Um, Yeah, I got it right here. It was originally called Could This Be Christmas? And he was awarded $19 million, which was somehow reduced to $1.5 million. Because they reversed the decision or something. Like, eventually... Yeah, Fox appealed the decision. Yeah, yeah, there was a a big thing. And it's just one of the weirdest things. Because who... I mean, who fucking... Who remembers this goddamn movie? Uh, other, other than Eric, it's not uh, okay. I'll <laughs> I'll tell a quick a quick little story about Jingle All the Way. That is, it's a recent, this year, as a matter of fact, Ooh. Jingle All the Way story. So, where I work, uh, if, if anyone's listened to my other podcast I do for the Jacob Burns Film Center, one of the things I do there as a film programmer is I do the kids film series. So we're putting together our December calendar, and I was like, okay. I'm going to do a bunch of, you know, obviously the Christmas movies, you know? So I got Home Alone in there. Nice new DCP restoration from Fox. That uh, was pretty rad, was right? New Paramount D- DCP restoration of It's a Wonderful Life. So I had some good things in there, right? And I had this, like, stray weekend. And I was like, what can I fucking put in there? So I was like, not- oh, a jingle all the way, oh, right? You- no, no, no. No, no, no. No, 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 yes. no. no so it gets better. It gets better. So I submit the series, you know, in a meeting. And my boss is like listen, we want to get uh, this uh, 3D ballet production of the Nutcracker, and it's perfect for the holidays. Why don't you not do Jingle All- <laughs> 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 It got cut. <laughs> I mean... Deservedly so. It's terrible. I mean, We're here today talking about <laughs> it. You know, I just loved that It's the only time I've ever proposed a screening of something that got rejected. The only time it's like, you know what? The, the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger Sinbad Christmas movie isn't so much a classic. <laughs> I mean, it's why it's my and why it's my least favorite Arnold is because he in this movie. He's kind of his biggest problem is that he's not the most attentive father ever. He's yeah. wealthy. Well, he's they tenor. have a beautiful house. He has a, a, a very attentive mother. There has well, this guy his, has everything.
2: like you mean wife? Well, uh, well, the kid. Oh uh, wait. Oh, uh, who's so?
1: This is from Jake Lloyd's point of view. Yes. You're saying all this. He's got a cushy <laughs> upper middle class life. You yes. think
2: the kid's supposed to be like, well, you know, I got this house. It's worth. Uh, Pretty good chunk of change. I uh, mean, I got a pretty I nice mean, land. I ranger. guess I'm asking uh, for a
1: pretty mature child, but like the guy owns a business, a very successful business. It's Arnold's- like, what,
2: what? It's a mattress company. You're my number one customer. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what he does say to everybody. Like a, like I, a manager of a Chinese restaurant, apparently, <laughs> with that impression.
2: <laughs> I was trying to do Arnold. Not, they're not all going to land. <laughs> no, it's true. But. Yeah, yeah, I think it's vague what he even does. It's just like, like a sleepies, maybe. Yeah, I
1: mean, I saw on one of the order forms it was like six <laughs> black mattresses. Or oh, so something.
2: he sells mattresses.
1: I think yeah. he's a mattress salesman. But and, and it's a clearly a very, a, a, a very nice living he's made for himself. And yeah, this, they're doing fine. And this
2: kid, it's cushy this fucking mattress kid,
1: mattress. <laughs> it's cushiony. Yeah. Let uh, me tell you how good this kid has it. This how good kid, does he have it? This kid has a painting. It must have been by a Marvel artist of <laughs> Captain America on his wall. They got Jack Kirby himself to come in and do a little doodle of It's beautiful. Of it looks beautiful. I mean, it's like, there is that weird thing where you go into this kid's bedroom. It's Jake Lloyd from Phantom Menace, by the way.
2: Mm, Anakin Skywalker.
1: Yes, the very same. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go into his bedroom, and all of a sudden, it's like a Marvel store. Yeah. Like, this kid has all this shit. But then he wants this fake Turbo Man thing (laughs) that you see the Turbo Man show and it's like a Power Rangers type thing. And I'm like, if you're just licensing all this Marvel shit, why don't you just license like he wants a Captain America doll? I mean, it was like 96, 95, you're making this thing so Marvel hadn't like... Jumped into the Marvel thing that I and yeah. I actually, we don't have resident comic book expert Steve Sadak here to confirm this, but I think in like the the 90s, wasn't like Marvel kind of in trouble? Wasn't that when they filed for bankruptcy? I don't really know what the deal is there. Uh, I don't remember. So maybe it was but, like but you want certainly... to decorate the kids' room with the Incredible Hulk sheets. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, we'll sell you, it to you. You didn't necessarily want to float the Spider Man movie quite yet. Yeah. That's that's but, but true. it's coming up. Yeah. It's 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 on its way. It's 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 about to be pitched somewhere. But uh, yeah, I mean, so Arnold's biggest crime is that he's a he's a busy businessman to provide all this stuff for his family, yeah. and he's an unattentive father. But uh, that's okay. That's a thing to vilify, you know. Like he, he, I think the thing is, it's not like he messed up once. It's they make it very clear in the film that he keeps fucking up. He keeps missing Jake Lloyd's karate pageants.
2: Well, this is the great thing. It's like, it's a karate belt ceremony where, like, you're going to graduate and get the purple belt or whatever. Yeah, yeah he's moving but up. For belts. some reason, every single character in this movie refers to that thing as a karate class. Oh, come on, I'm coming to the karate class. Like, it's all yeah. like, it's more, It's it's not just a class. If you can go to a karate class any day of the week.
1: Well, it's kind of like, you know, when Like people in my family don't know what I do for a living, so they just say I make movies. Like (laughs) how he's making movies. Like that's what this is. They don't know that it's like this belt moving up ceremony. So oh, it's his karate class. You're gonna be late for his karate class. But I will argue with you on the uh, his consistent because there is uh, a line in this movie where he's like, I was, I was there for one of them, and then Jake Lloyd says, Yeah, but you weren't there for the other one, dude. Look around, like, it's a lot like the Jack Frost situation, Mm -hmm. where I feel like the father is, like, doing kind of the best he can, and his one flaw, the one problem... Is is dying in a van accident and becoming a snowman? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No, his one problem is that he's not perfect he's not the perfect father well i would argue another problem michael keaton has in that movie is that uh he doesn't have a job well as uh, that as well he plays in the jack frost <laughs> blues band at 40 still chasing that dream of maybe being signed to a record
2: well people. maybe he'll get there
1: Yeah, maybe well maybe they they do maybe. they would have if he didn't yeah. selfishly die in I'd that die car in accident <laughs> So this movie, right? Everybody remembers the premise of this flick. Actually, well, yeah, you brought up a good point. One of you guys did. The fact that how well remembered is I, this movie? I don't I mean, maybe for like Schwarzenegger aficionados, they know this one. Schwarzenegger Aficionados. Whoa, why by is the that way? funny? <laughs> it's funny because we all are that, but no one calls it that. And yeah. that's why
2: it's funny. <laughs> You're right. But it's a, that's, it, I'm, I'm <laughs> a badge of honor with that one. It's a
1: real thing. It's just hilarious th- to hear someone
2: say. It. I think there is more this is more known than we might think because I think it's it's got such a f- camp value to people these days. Yeah. And, I can, I can see that. Well,
1: to people our age and older, sure. yeah, but my question you know, for our younger listeners out there, do you guys and gals know this movie as like Oh, we want to watch a silly bad movie that's it, centered around the holidays. Oh, jingle all the way, of course. Well, I mean, it, it's this in Surviving Christmas on TBS. <laughs> hey, how about uh, Christmas with the Cranks? By the way, and Christmas I saw with that the Cranks, perhaps. I've never
2: well. seen it. Oh, it's wretched. But what is what is this? Other
1: surviving thing? Christmas is the one with uh, ben, ben Affleck, Affleck and uh, James Gandolfini.
2: R.I.P. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Is like this movie's i'm guessing better than both of those yeah so the, so then yes. automatically this is more remembered well and like more let's not beloved. get nuts though beloved.
1: it's not christmas vacation yeah. no no no, no, no. <laughs> also wait what's the other one with danny devito deck the Halls is Bruderic? what you're thinking of deck oh yeah where they have there's like <laughs> the competition <laughs> about who's house destroy is destroy your
2: house
1: no i have the most christmas lights and i like to watch them in the dark. They were just, for a long time, they were just failing to find somebody who could play off of Danny DeVito. Because they tried it with fucking Martin Lawrence in that What What Could Go Wrong movie. Oh, ho, ho, ho. They tried it with Tim Robbins in that other movie. What's that one there? Well, that's Tim Robbins and Martin Lawrence and Nothing to Lose, right? Or is, is, is there Tim a Tim Robbins and, and Danny DeVito movie that I don't know No, about? no, no. I was talking about... Oh, Danny DeVito's Danny also DeVito. in Nothing to Lose? No. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying there's... Another person that – that oh, wait. You're talking about people working off of Danny DeVito. Yes. I'm talking about the fact that it's impossible also to find someone who works well with Martin Lawrence. Yes. It's like, it's, that's, 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 wait, Steve Zahn. <laughs> with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Eh? Twins. Twins. I mean, that was the closest. They do work very well together. And by the way – like the other week when we Junior. said we don't need a Ghostbusters 3. I don't need this triplets. Oh no there's no, no way. They, I don't need they, it. Wait, it. shouldn't wait, wait. happen. What's triplets? It's a twin sequel where it's not like in production casting
2: yet I but it's my rumored starting to boil already. Uh, it's
1: rumored that they they find out the two of them the twins find out they have a third brother. Can you put a record scratch coming up here? Yep. Played by Eddie Murphy. <laughs>
2: Nice to meet you. <laughs> sorry for my cold reception. <laughs> Somehow I don't believe that we're
1: twins. <laughs> uh, so the premise of this movie is this kid wants this Turbo Man doll. It's the it's the tickle me Elmo of yep. this this movie world. Uh, and Arnold, b- being the businessman, you know, forgetful father that he is. Doesn't get the present, you know, when Rita Wilson asks him to, and so he's on the hunt to get this fucking doll at every and toy store in Milwaukee or uh, uh, not Milwaukee, Minneapolis, twin, yeah, Minnesota, the Twin sorry. Cities. Yes,
2: but um, I just want to quickly say, like, how he's he's set up as a terrible father in many ways in this film, and one of them I find that's pretty reprehensible is the fact that he misses the karate class and then. To make it up to Jamie, he's like, "Jamie, what can I buy you? Yeah. <laughs> what can I buy you for Christmas? You know, yeah. like, like how can I buy your love?" And then, of course, he just reiterates the present that he himself was told by his wife and child months ago. Yeah, to, get the, to, just to, get this Christmas. fucking doll. Yeah.
1: And you know what? Here's the thing out there, dads. If your kids like, I want this thing, and you know it to be the hot Christmas item. Just order it off of Amazon and keep it in your fucking work desk for yeah. three months. This, like, well, uh, well, this I is before that, Amazon. Yeah, that's before. Well, that's, that's what, we, yeah. We were talking about this last night too. The idea that like the the plot of this movie, the conceit also, of this movie is not a problem in twenty
2: thirteen. Yeah, in cell phones too would have uh, tremendously. There's what? a lot
1: of Arnold Schwarzenegger going to pay phones in this movie. But also, the kid I imagine is watching like, are you afraid of the dark or some some shit <sighs> where the Turbo Man commercial is on. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is in that living room reading his paper, sipping his scotch, and it's on in the background, and he's got to remember it. It's got to be plastered everywhere. There's got to be he, news stories he, about how it's coming out. This yeah, and, and he definitely does the whole, like, he's hearing about this for the first time. What is Turbo Man? It's ev- the, the world of this movie, Turbo Man is fucking everywhere. And dude, everybody loves Turbo Man. Everybody. And I'll tell you another thing. Folks at home, like, to make up, like, drinking games to different movies we do and whatnot, do not do... The drinking game where you have to take a drink every, every time someone <laughs> says Turbo Man in this movie. I'll get a fucking class action lawsuit settled against me because people will die. Yeah. They say Turbo Man so much in this movie. And everybody. It's not just out of the mouths of babes nope. and Arnold. Phil Hartman's talking about Turbo Man. Rita Wilson's talking about Turbo Man. Turbo Man's on the news. The fucking president of the United States. Ha oh, that Turbo Man is pretty great. <laughs> He's a cool guy. That Turbo Man. No. Mass. Mass alcohol poisoning across the nation. So much death from the wee stomach pumping. Every in every house. Here's how you can play a a jingle all the way drinking game and not die: is take a drink every time Sinbad tells a funny joke. You'll be. Sober you'll, as be, judge. You'll, be a, yeah, you'll be a teetotaler. <laughs> you'll man. be eating toast the whole time. Not a drop of liquor in you. Let me tell you, when Sinbad first appears in this movie, it's like he kind of comes out of nowhere like a like a like a demonic Christmas angel. Yeah. Right? Because Arnold is just thinking about like how miserable this is, like waiting outside in the cold for this toy store to open. They do the <laughs> gag of like, you know, he's like, when are you going to open? And the guy points to the sign and says 9 a.m. and it's like 8 57. He's like, come on! You can't even open three minutes minutes early <laughs> this well, is bullshit well it's like that movie it's like that shitty david pamer uh movie carpool where oh, all you're trying God, to do is carpool. get to the office to do your thing and everything in the movie has to be put in the place of you getting to the movie and that works for maybe 10 minutes <laughs> It's, and then you're just like, it's get not the bo- fucking just, thing. Just do it, yeah. And so like, they're waiting outside, and here comes Cindy. You hear him blabbering. Oh, he will
2: shut the hell <laughs> up. Before you see him, he's, you hear it. He's he's yelling about all these mailman problems. And I understand it must be really bad to work in delivery in the post office at that time of year. Yeah. But just yelling all your oh, mailman problems and out. And
1: hollering, it's just too much. And it's the worst kind of thing that stand-ups turned actors do in movies, which is the the lines that you're delivering just sound like your stand-up material. Yeah. And you listen to Sinbad in this, and all he's doing is Sinbad's thoughts on the busy Christmas season. Right,
2: exactly. That's all it is. And it it, it it crescendos, I should say, into him grabbing a woman in this crowd oh, and yeah. trying to str- and mock strangling her, or like basically strangling her. And the crowd is just like, Oh, yeah. Works in with his story. That's fine. Stop him. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, he's no, a madman. No, no, no,
1: Eric. He's just acting out his story to to further exemplify what you know the point he's
2: trying to get. Because our younger listeners might not know this, but in the mid 90s, it was still good just to it's still totally fine to randomly assault people. <laughs> oh, <absolutely,
1: laughs> yeah, it's totally yeah. fine. Nowadays,
2: we've gotten so sensitive with everything.
1: Yeah, everything. I mean. We ends. take this in like a world that's you know if if the internet existed this wouldn't happen. Yes. But it's funny that they do get that like that fervor of like Black Friday sales. I mean, and we still clearly have that in this country. One oh, yeah. of the biggest fucking embarrassments in the United <laughs> States of America is Black Friday mania. I fucking curbed a bitch in the Walmart <laughs> parking lot for a fucking Dora the Explorer pillow. It's amazing because I it- hate it. it because it becomes <laughs> the fucking news for the next week. It becomes the holiday. It- How many people that- died at Walmart? Yeah. That's
2: a fucking news story. How many news stories are there about Thanksgiving? How many are there about you know it's
1: not even about it's like hey did you stub your foot while you were trying to you know reach for that batman figurine yeah Yeah, i did that really sucked oh wow that's great uh Syria's fucking at war with itself (laughs) we don't want to hear about serious problems there were enough problems at that long island best buy
2: all i want to hear about is the sales at target walmart And what is happening in Benghazi? Because, you know, Syria? Okay, Obama, take me into a war. I don't think so. Obama started the war in Benghazi.
1: It's the three things you heard about on Black Friday. Best Buy, Walmart, and getting to the bottom of Benghazi. Because you know what? At the end of the day someone still ain't saying something. We're going to get to the bomb Benghazi like I get to the bottom of a bag of Doritos Extreme Spicy Nacho.
2: <laughs> and frankly, I don't think that that Saddam Benghazi should be in power.
1: <laughs> so this this is also um uh, a little bit of a time crunch movie. It takes yeah. place all on Christmas Eve. Yep.
2: Right. Way. Way to go. Waiting for the last possible second. Oh yeah. Yep. I, you know. I'll say one thing. For Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie. He doesn't believe in Black Friday. That's for sure. <laughs> no, he
1: doesn't. He is going to shop when there's fucking snow on the ground and lights in the trees. Yeah. Not a second before. And I mean, it's kind of the only <laughs> genuine laugh I got out of the whole movie was when he goes—he goes to the first. He thinks this is going to be a fucking walk in the park. He walks into this first toy store which is and you're asks, so fucking stupid arnold the like, place is <laughs> mobbed and he goes up to these two fucking guys oh, and he asks boy. one about, is chris parnell by the way yes. chris parnell and he asks them about it and they laugh in his fucking face dude it's great they <laughs> they just break out laugh. and it's amazing because they're like it's it's a joke that plays in this movie yeah. because it's like Hey, this guy's thinking he's going to get a Turbo Man doll. And all, the whole store is pointing and laughing at him. It's so great.
2: This guy doesn't know how to use the three seashells.
1: <laughs> man, just the public shaming of, hey, everybody, this guy, insert embarrassing thing, and then 50 people laugh at you. Great gag. It will yeah. never get old for me. Someone getting laughed at in public. Well,
2: yeah, because it's the hottest thing in the world. Like, this is. They're laughing, like, how clueless are you? It's like the number one export of the United States.
1: So the whole thing is Christmas Eve. Um, I guess there's sort of some sort of wintertainment parade. I guess, you know, and. and well, you know...
2: it's a holiday parade, which <laughs> I don't agree with either, because it should be a Christmas parade. First off, get that menorah
1: out of my Christmas parade. There's a. They do make a point in this like parade montage to show some dude dancing in a menorah costume for like two <laughs> seconds. It's like, yeah, the Jews are there too. Anyway, I'm, back to Santa. Were they? it? A,
2: seems like a swipe at them.
1: <laughs> it's just a guy holding a board that says Kwanzaa on it. <laughs> just a dude with a sign. It says Kwanzaa. And it's spelled wrong. That's it. <laughs> and so the whole thing is, you know, they're like, listen, he, he he lies to his wife, and he's like, you know, like, oh, of course I have the Tiobo mandal. I just <clears throat> I just have to go to the office and get it. And he's like, I'll meet you at the the wintertainment parade, which is what they go to. Although Jake Lloyd reminds Arnold, yeah, we do this every year. Well, you haven't been in like three years, but
2: mom and I like going.
1: Just really rubbing it in his face.
2: It's a it's a family tradition, and he has no idea what it is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so the whole the whole thing is he has to get this doll, you know, before he has to be at the parade is yes. the thing, and then we just that's go. Clock. It's a it's a series. Yes. Yeah, start the clock. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Ding. And it's so that from there, it's like he sort of runs afoul of Sinbad. Like that's. At the beginning of this whole thing, Sinbad's like, hey, Arnold, let's team up. Which, I mean, it doesn't make any sense because you're only going to find one doll. right? But he's like, let's team up so we can be buddies in this movie. And Arnold's like, no, that's all right. I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger and I can carry a fucking movie. If you want to run into me every 20 minutes, that's fine. Because it's really a thing where every time after that first scene where Sinbad comes back in the movie... You have the thought of, oh, yeah, Sinbad's in this movie. It happened to me three times watching this because he's just gone for just stretches of time while Arnold fucks around. The, uh, go ahead. the guy was in Terminator 2. What was Sinbad in? Like, higher learning? I don't know. Like, houseguest? And houseguest. Like, uh, give me a break. Or first kid. No, so, first kid. First kid was the same year as this movie. Okay. Big year for Oh, this was, this, year. this was his year. This was a banner year. So so, the year
2: before was Guest. Wow. they they're so you know they're running because they get laughed out of the one place. So they're all running to different toy shops and stuff. And there's a great sort of montage moment in this movie that I love because it it looks like when when like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is driving this car and it's like superimposed like toy shop name, like store names, uh, like all over the place. Like it's like when an alcoholic is like looking at the bars and the bars. It's like like the Simpsons
1: thing where they uh, trip on the Slurpees. Yeah, it's the same. He goes and it's just what's amazing though is it's not like different names of toy stores it's just the word toys (laughs) in different colors and different fonts so it's like if you got a really great screen grab of this it's just arnold schwarzenegger's face and then just like toys
2: i think the kids in the home might have done one of these i think it was like maybe girl drink drunk or something and he was Uh just seeing like the names of like these tiki bars and stuff (laughs) like it's the same exact type of thing like
1: but I mean also the time makes no sense. They went to all this there's at least like 10 different toy stores they went to. How many toy stores are in Minneapolis? And how and how long how long does it take to get to eat parking? It's a whole thing. And so it would have been in the middle of the afternoon, I would think, by the time that they it's, actually it's, decide to go to the mall of fucking America. Now <laughs> it's Christmas
2: morning. That's what I would think. Like That's how long it would have taken me to park all those places.
1: Yeah, on Christmas Eve, if you're going to 15 different toy stores. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if this is working out for you.
2: So they get to this one toy store that's having a raffle. Like, like yes. like every, like they're passing out these balls. They got a
1: small shipment. They're, and by the way, a town crier actually tells them about this in the middle of the street. <laughs> this guy's just like, hey, they got new turbo Man's over at the Mall of America. By
2: the way, that's amazing that they still have town criers there. <laughs> <laughs> He's just yelling the news. He's
1: <laughs> well, got a it bell. It's 1996, <laughs> dude. We did have cell phones on the internet. You had to pass information to a mass audience somehow. Is that or either or like street corner preachers?
2: So they're handing out all these balls, and I guess they're numbered or something. Or By the it, way, no, the manager—they're just colored, I yeah, guess. They're like bouncy balls. I guess it's like oh, yellow wind, so everyone with a yellow ball. <laughs> yeah, <I don't laughs> know. It's like the, s- the, the super, super balls. Idea? Yeah, they're bouncy balls, and Arnold like this ball like bounces out of the well. First of all, Sinbad, fucking pepper sprays Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> in the face. Ugh, yep. my eyes.
1: <laughs> the angles do nothing. This is mad sprawl for these balls. The guy, by the way, is like, we're gonna double prices. Oh yeah, which is bullshit because this is you're in the Mall of America. It's clearly supposed to be like a chain, Toys R Us, K B type thing. Yeah. You can't just jack shit up. They're that they're is out a out lawsuit out. town. Yeah. Well, oh, and maybe by this the way is where it started. WHM Connection, the manager of this toy store, is the dude who's Sigourney Weaver's stereotypical gay friend in Copycat. Yeah, dead meat from Copycat. (laughs) So the guy, like, everyone's like, just pass out these fucking balls already. And he's like, you know, uh, I'm going to jack the prices up. And like a horde of zombies, they race (laughs) this guy. They throw the balls up in the air. This is when the macing happens, which is
2: heinous. Because it's like Arnold like gets one so... So Sinbad maces him and st- steals the ball and runs away and then and then Arnold's like "Ugh, oh, the mailman he got two he got two balls <laughs> so they're chase so everyone like chases him. and like now the ball's loose and it's just going through the whole goddamn mall of America and we're chasing this. the ball we're fo- instead of him turning around for like two feet and trying to get a different ball. We have to run across this whole mall, find this Multi levels. It's like in the mouse mall hunt. If
1: mouse hunt wasn't amazing, <laughs> I mean, the as we'll see later on, the physics in the world of this movie are artificial, but you don't realize it right away. So the way this ball thing passes itself off is like this is just a stupid, like silly gag that doesn't go anywhere. But he's literally like running down the stairs, running it, in and out of stores. I would
2: argue with you. That I some words to mince. (laughs) I think it goes somewhere, and it goes some. It goes to fertile ground because this kid. So the this child, this like little girl, like gets the ball, right? And now Arnold Schwarzenegger is in hot pursuit, and they she goes (laughs) into a ball pit and everything. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is going down these slides like, oh! And he goes into the ball pit, and he's like trying to get this ball. He's trying to like trade it. With this r- red ball from the ball pit, which is not going to work. She knows that she's got a sick, ball, so... bouncy ball. Yeah.
1: By the way, find me a Discovery Zone tube that could fit Arnold Schwarzenegger. I had the same. Find thought. me in America find, nope. in America find in America. It's not. It's not there. Nope. He's stuck in the net.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, what's great about this yes. sequence is suddenly the mom hits him with the purse. Right. And then a bunch of other moms start hitting him with a purse. And then he's accused of being a child molester. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. They're like yelling, pervert, (laughs) sicko. And what's great is, I'm not the, I'm not the,
1: (laughs) he's like, I'm not the pervert. I just want the ball. (laughs) I want the balls. (laughs) You're like, yeah, you're going to get hit with a purse. Yeah, you're
2: going, you're arrested.
0: Visit betterhelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash WHM. So,
1: in the Mall of America, he's. Sinbad's been chased off. We'll see him in 35 minutes, maybe. Uh, so, he's kind of down on his luck and he runs into. Santa Claus himself Jim Belushi. Ooh. Oh, you know, I I haven't seen this movie since I saw it in the theater and I, I believe it did come out on a Black Friday weekend by the way, speaking <laughs> of Black Friday. Um I forgot that Jim Belushi was in this movie and then like you just hear it and you're like, "Oh my god." It's Jim Belushi playing yeah, Santa. Yeah,
2: ho play. ho ho, you dirty Austrian! Yeah. Speaking of, that's like a classic comic pairing, right? Red Heat. This is a oh, reunion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's totally a reunion. He's like,
2: oh, uh, yeah, you're looking for a Turbo Man
1: doll, huh? Well, uh, there's this whole completely fake world of black market Santa clauses I can take you to.
2: Oh, hey, that's terrific. <laughs>
1: And it's a bullshit. This scene is so stupid because it's the two of them, and then Mickey from Seinfeld again playing a mall <laughs> oh, elf, which course. is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So it's the three of them, and Jim Belushi and Mickey are acting as if it's like a drug deal thing, right? And he's what? like, "Oh, be cool, be cool." Oh, me, like, like the mall security guard walks by, and he's like, "Oh, yes, yeah, sir. What would you like for Christmas?" Also, by the way, it's the Mall of America, biggest mall. In America. America, yeah, yeah, and the fucking Santa Claus thing is there's nobody there. Yeah, it's well, Christmas Eve. Well, are you kidding me?
0: Maybe,
2: maybe they're on multiple levels. And, no, and,
1: maybe there's, but still, every one of them's packed on Christmas Eve. I mean, yeah, that has to be. You're it's all such those bullshit keys on your lap. I mean, it's like got a, all of a sudden, well, it's
2: Jim Malushi. We'll we'll go to the next one.
1: <laughs> that Santa smells like bourbon, but. It's bullshit because they cut and all of a sudden they might as well be in a ghost mall, like a dirt nothing mall, right? Because there's no – there's not even an extra. This security guard that walks by is the only other person in the scene and it's like, yeah, I can get you. Oh, hey, be cool. Be cool, man. Hey, put that shit down. Put that shit down. Yeah, (laughs) hang on. Yeah, that's right, sir. The North Pole is cold. (laughs) All right, he's gone. Listen, buddy, here's what we're going to do. Like it's so – Dumb. Like this scene is not funny. You don't. At w- all. You don't want to have a photographer there to talk to you. You could. You could split this scene into very funny little asides, but it's just to get to the point of I have this terrorist photograph of my of the last Turbo Man on Earth.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. It's a terrorist. It's so, photograph. It's so stupid. Because it's a photo of the doll and today's paper. Mickey it's like a
1: kidnapping up- thing. Like, oh <laughs> yeah, like the the doll's still alive. It's here's today paper we didn't slit its throat yet so it's like all right take me to where i can buy this turbo man doll and we go down to the fucking docks at an at an empty warehouse with yeah. jim belushi and it's
2: just flooded with santa claus because all the santa claus are in on this i mean it's the santa
1: union i would think like what are you even talking to me about with this like <laughs> this movie goes from like all right, this dad's just got to get a toy, and wacky shit happens, and he deals with a mailman sometimes. Into <laughs> black market Santa warehouse, come on! Although I will say this, that this movie—I mean, this movie—uses every single Christmas song you can fucking think of. It is a rocking good Christmas soundtrack. However, th- and <laughs> but the- they say the best song, and it's that sweet Run DMC Christmas song, "Christmas in Hollis." Cr- man, love it. That's the one that plays In this scene oh. And I was so pissed off Because that with Fucking Jimbo, Eah! Like it's just too <laughs> much Oh yeah Listen I'm down With the hip hop Can I sing a little bit Of Christmas in Hollis Or what <laughs> It's Oh it's pronounced Hollis Yeah eh, fuck it I'll never go there <laughs> I like that Summertime song By the Will Smith <laughs> It's pretty you know, rockin' too. That, that Fresh Prince was correct. Parents just don't understand. You know what? It's not my job to, because you're the child and I'm the adult. I don't like that blank WA or anything, but... I say blank WA because I'm down with it. I fucking get it. All right? Now I'm going to play some blues music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so it's, it's like... They go there, it's like $300 for the Turbo Man doll, and it's wrapped up, and Arnold shakes it, or he opens it, and it's like Spanish-language huh? Turbo Man.
2: <laughs> what? That was just the noise of him opening it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: and, and then Jim Belushi, in kind of a funny line, is like, yeah, well, it's educational and entertaining. It's Turbo Man, but he learns to speak Spanish. As you Because let's face it, that's where this country's going, right?
2: <laughs> You see Arnold's face just like contort into <laughs> he's into so, pure hatred. He's
1: so this f- fever
2: of anger uh, comes over him.
1: I love it. And what's great too is unlike Red Heat where Arnold is supposed to be Russian and not speak English that well, in this movie
2: he's just supposed to not speak English that well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he can he he can actually articulate just how disgusted he is with Jim Belushi. <laughs>
2: And it's, it's you really buy, buy it because it's not really acting like he's just looking at the guy. Yeah,
1: he's like, yeah. I, I fucking hate this man's face. <laughs> and I mean, he's so angry. I mean, he gets into like, it's like a fight from the beginning of Runaway Train. It's, it's just like this <laughs> bare knuckle fight with this gigantic Santa.
2: Oh, yeah. They bring out a, a, a giant one, like an eight foot tall Santa Claus.
1: Played by World Wrestling Entertainment's Paul Wright, The Big Show. Oh, oh The Big Show. Yeah. Or it's well, Paul White, whatever his name well, was.
2: Well, welcome back to the program.
1: Yeah. <laughs> his best acting role playing uh, the gay guy in MacGruber. Oh, Hilarious cameo in that. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's it's... It's uh, the Big Show back back in the movies. I'm
2: gonna deck your halls, yeah,
1: with blood, <laughs> with your face blood, and a of- throne of
2: blood. <laughs> Speaking that's of, that's of- all I want for Christmas. Speaking of Danny
1: DeVito, though, it would be great if they pulled the fucking Ace Ventura when nature calls, and this and Big Show just turns around and Danny DeVito's in like a little satchel, ready to kill him. <laughs> yeah, that's the gag, right? The Big Show walks up, and they're like, oh. And then he turns around, and it's Danny DeVito in a backpack. I'll and he fucking jumps. get you! I'll fucking get you! I'll fucking get you!
2: Besides Mickey, and we know we don't get Danny DeVito. What? What other little person is in this? I think it's what is it? Vern Troyer. Vern Troyer, Vern
1: Troyer. is. He's got a cameo as another like tiny person Santa.
2: Right. So what happens here is in the scuffle that arouses, um, Big Show punches Vern Troyer dead on. <laughs> and he flies across the warehouse. I'm sorry but like as Arnold's escaping there should be a bunch of people like collecting this little corpse. Yeah.
1: What's left of him? Yeah, oh, that... there's his head. There's the rest of it. Here
2: there's some of the ribs. <laughs> like it's going <laughs> to be picture punched. Be I mean somebody... and
1: Troyer exploded like a fatality. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to go outside to find his eyeballs and his heart. <laughs> I mean, His somebody's going to have heart. to do it. <laughs> so then, like, the police raid this warehouse. And this is what's weird. So they they have bootleg Turbo Man dolls. And then the only other piece of bootleg paraphernalia you see... Are police badges? Because like the cop is like, "Hey, hold it right there! Who are you?" And Arnold just quickly thinks fast and grabs this badge and pretends like he's fucking undercover vice. Yeah. It, top ten least favorite gags. This is this is the one. It's so dumb. But the thing I was thinking about was like, why is Jim Belushi in this army of Santa Claus also bootlegging like police badges? And the only thing is like cuz you're going to impersonate a police officer and Home do something invasion. really terrible. Yeah. Oh, hey, we got a warrant to search your yeah. house, ma'am. You know what? I think I think they got a piece of those dollar stores where they like the dollar stores they always sell like those fake policemen like yeah. packages. Yeah. I think they've got a piece of it. Oh yeah,
2: it's yeah, it's to- it's poor toys. Okay. <laughs> But Belushi might be using them for nefarious purposes. There are
1: also possible. Yeah, hey, I nefar- got a search warrant here to search your underwear drawer. <laughs>
2: oh, what's this? Contraband. Gonna <laughs> give me your hands. I'm handcuffing you now. Oh, what's that? Oh, am I? Oh, look at that television. It's mine now. <laughs> or he he just... I also need that for my like,
1: police investigation. <laughs> or he just pulls like a, a bad lieutenant. At the driver's side window.
2: Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to take
1: care of you. You're going to take care of me or what? (laughs) (laughs) uh, Friends help friends out, don't they? Open your mouth. (laughs) Hey, hey, you, open your mouth. I'm going to lose 25 large on the Mets in the World (laughs)
2: Series. You kids have a good time tonight? The club? (laughs) Oh, let me see here. Oh, Oh, no. I'll take care of your girlfriend there. Don't worry about it.
1: I mean, that would be my. If the end of the James Belushi story is that he gets shot in front of the Port Authority, (laughs) I am just fine with that. I'm I'm
2: just trying to get on a bus, Blammo. (laughs) We got Blackhawks tickets.
1: (laughs) Jim Belushi high on some sweet Mexican (laughs) brown dancing naked. He's just putting these two Hispanic kids on a bus. looking at the Virgin Mary that's (laughs) covered in condiments. His
2: soul is still dancing. (laughs) My blues band isn't even playing. (laughs) His soul is still dancing.
1: Hey, give me some gimbal. I would love it if then we cut to the Werner Herzog Bad Lieutenant, and there's just a chicken dancing. (laughs) And it's the the song from Strozek's playing. And then all of a sudden it cuts to Jim Belushi just eating fried chicken. Yeah, that was worth it. Took the metaphor right out of this fucking movie. I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna eat that metaphor. So in Jingle All the Way. Oh right, yeah. he, Not in James Belushi's Bad Lieutenant. Mediocre <laughs> Lieutenant. <laughs> stupid fake movie that sounds awesome. In he this movie, yeah. he gets arrested, uh, and Arnold like weasels his way out of it with the fake badge. Right, right. Uh, Which
2: it right at home so i <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens
1: uh and he goes he like he just finds himself in a diner
2: yeah he his car, his car breaks down another little roadblock what next i mean <laughs> this is bullshit right i mean come on i buy this american car
1: <laughs> and it just happens to be the same goddamn diner <laughs> yep that Sinbad stopped him. And this is where Sinbad tells this bullshit fucking story about oh, how man. his dad screwed him over and didn't get him the whatever the fuck that he wanted for Christmas. And oh, I'm like, you know God. what you don't need to do, movie, is try to make me sympathize with Sinbad. So,
2: but it's like Sinbad talking about this, like, quasi-G.I. Joe thing. And it's just like, it had the bazookas that went like, boo-boo-boo. And it had the, had the <laughs> little guns that went like, boo-boo-boo. <laughs> and, like, Arnold's like, oh, yeah, it sounds very nice. <laughs> Like what the hell? Sounds a lot
1: like that Turbo Mandal I have to get. Sounds
2: sounds like the potato I always wanted in Austria <laughs> when I was growing up.
1: When I was trying to dodge
2: Krampus. <laughs> Me and Krampus had a, an ongoing struggle <laughs> for many years of my childhood. I just he got in the way of my presence.
1: For more information about Krampus, visit outerspace dot com. But. The yes. worst, but the worst part about this, man, is that... Man, the so, worst part of this is loaded... It really is, because loaded... this scene bothered me a lot. I remember even when I saw it in theaters, um, because Sinbad blames the downfall of his life... His entire life. ...on the fact that he didn't get the G.I. Joe when he was a kid. And this is something I have a real problem with, with not just this movie, but a lot of these Christmas stories where it's like... If I don't get the thing, my life's over with. And it's like, you know what, man? I had plenty of Christmases where I was like, man, I hope I get this toy. I hope I get this video game, this DVD, whatever. And I don't get it. And then it's like... You know what? There's always a fucking Best Buy gift card, like, you, or a birthday, or you'll just get like the whole like my life is over if I don't get this. And I get it; it's well, from like a kid's the, point the of kid's view. kid's Life
2: would be the kid but would go Sinbad,
1: apeshit, right? Sinbad saying that he became a functioning alcoholic well, because he didn't get the GI he's Joe got a cushy
2: government job. What's he complaining about? That I mean, that is also a thing. I mean,
1: he's I mean, that is a fine job, but and. Why I was so defensive at the beginning of the episode yeah, yeah. about uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger being – just having this one problem of not being the most attentive father right. is because his son is a spoiled brat.
0: Yeah, he he's gets, a piece he of gets shit. He
1: plenty of presents, I think, without even the holiday. Yeah. So when the one holiday comes by and I have to have this and I'm going to spend – the entire day just yammering in your fucking ear about it. Yeah. And i actually, I'll tell you what's really obnoxious is there is a, in that scene where he's like, how can I buy your love? And the kid recites verbatim the, the Turbo Man commercial right down to the batteries not included, accessories yeah. sold separately. And like <sighs> that was a gag from the trailer. Yeah. And he's like, wow, you've really thought about this Turbo Man. And I'm like, this kid... That's really obnoxious. Like, yeah. if I was the father, I'd be like, "You know what? Fucking dial it back a little bit. Just tell me what you want." You, I don't need know, you to or how about recite um, a commercial?
2: Clearly, you're watching too much television. Yeah, that's so. the other
1: thing. Here, here's a book. That's what you get for Christmas. Maybe, it's a book that's not about turbo. Don't make. want to even throw me a softie, like a good, you know, piece on earth. Don't just to soften, just to butter me up a little bit. No, no, no. Give me the most popular toy ever. Let me well, tell you something, yeah. Chris. You find a kid who says they want peace on Earth, and uh, yeah. they're not fucking with you. Oh, well, no, I'm saying he should have fucked with them. No, no.
2: Well, what I'm <laughs> saying, yeah. Listen, now a kid says he wants peace on Earth. Yes, at that age, and I'll show you Jeffrey Dahmer Jr. right there, because <laughs> that's not normal. It's not normal. My
1: favorite part about this diner scene, though, is so Sinbad is saying how like. <laughs> you know he turned to the bottle blah 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 <laughs> and arnold has this fantasy sequence of the little kid dressed up in a postal uniform Jake Lloyd yeah, yeah chugging. Jake Lloyd playing drunk chugging whiskey out chugging of a chugging old harper
2: yeah yeah out of this glass <laughs> bottle wearing this this old timey postal flappy uniform flappy
1: postal winter hat oh it's pretty great drunk kids hilarious so of course, <laughs> and now now shit get shit got real. This is where this movie goes. It's a it's the express train to crazy town. So there, you know, there.
2: Can we? We have to mention, I'm sorry, Yes, because we're like steamrolling ahead, but there's this whole other movie happening back at the, back oh. his house. Oh, well, well, this we is haven't the, even...
1: This is the movie I want to see, and yeah. that's why Like, I don't want to make fun of it, because the whole great, the legitimately great part of this movie is Phil Hartman plays the newly divorced neighbor mm, who's these doing... These
2: cookies. Yeah, just
1: laying it on so fucking <laughs> thick Fuck to it. Rita well, Wilson. He's like... Coxman of Minnesota. <laughs> yes, thank
2: you. He is going... To, he owns that suburb, man. That...
1: Do that neighborhood? It's they're wrapped, drooling for it,
2: wrapped around his little finger. Yep,
1: they want. And I mean,
2: all, the, all Hart, the women.
1: Phil Hartman and Rita Wilson are hilarious, playing off each other in this movie. Like she does a good job at being completely fucking clueless to his way obvious advances, and Phil Hartman is just so fucking funny. Yeah. And this is like. I did the same thing on Guest. Like, I got kind of, like, misty thinking about yeah. great Phil Hartman. But, like, he's so fucking funny in this movie. And it's like, I just want the movie to be Arnold is the workaholic bad husband, not so much bad father. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's fighting for Rita Wilson because Arnold is clueless to this whole thing through, like, the whole movie for the most part. And that's closer to an Arnold I like is that, like, a, a one – ship kind of movie. Yeah, exactly. That, that, like, I, that you I can get my up. wife. Yeah. You, do,
2: you just you look at Arnold and you say he's got to fight for something, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Look yeah. at the man. He shouldn't be getting maced by Sinbad. <laughs> oh my eyes! How there terribly embarrassing. But, There's probably a scene where they like he has to box, like Phil Hartman has to box Arnold Schwarzenegger or wrestle him. <laughs> what is this,
2: Joe Somebody? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Or uh, what's that Tom Arnold and Rick Moranis movie, Big Bully? Big <laughs> Bully. Man, stay tuned for Big Bully, <laughs> yeah, by the one way. One of what, what my
2: watch. favorite Phil Hartman moments in this movie is when Arnold's calling to check in and he gets Phil Hartman on the phone. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, this, yeah, this is great. Good. And Phil Hartman is like, oh, me and your wife are baking cookies. <laughs> oh, mm, these cookies. And he's just like, you know, Arnold, This is like this is one of the most famous lines of the movie. He's like, put that cookie down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now! I believe that was trailer. <laughs> yeah. Put the cookie
1: down. Like, yeah, but, it's it's so fucking great. And there's a really amazing... The end of this is, I'm guessing, because this script is terrible, I'm guessing this is Phil Hartman improv, is he hangs up the phone with Arnold and then he goes to eat a cookie and burns his hand on the stove and he screams and like sucks his thumb for a second and like yells or whatever. And then he yells at the kids in the back who are like who are like horsing off <laughs> yeah. in the living room. Oh my God. It's so He's, amazing. Like, he
2: like yells at them to like knock it off or something. And yeah. it's just very different, very it's it It's great.
1: actually funny. So you're yeah. like, hey, what's this doing in this movie? You know, I mean, it's got it had to have been a boon for Phil Hartman to be like. I'm clearly the best part of this movie. Oh, yeah. They just want you in there because they know that you're funny. Like Sinbad, right? I bet on the other hand, Sinbad was like, oh, great. I get to be in this movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I get second billing. How awesome is that? Oh, who else is in this movie? Oh, you also cast Phil Hartman, huh? Hmm. I know how hilarious he is from that movie we did last year together. Oh, I'm getting one-upped. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, yeah, that, Sinbad really had whiskey in that bottle. Oh, yeah, I'm no, getting yeah, one up. He's your... like, whatever scene I'm filming right now, after it's over with, they're going to cut to a scene with Phil Hartman being funnier than I. <laughs> that's, that's Sinbad's mindset. Yeah, I mean, that is he's beset with that problem. <laughs> so we've got this second much better movie going on. It's like a short film if you just strung it all together. So they hear that if you can name, you call into a radio station and name all of Santa's eight reindeer, you get a Turbo Man doll. And the fucking dude who owns the diner is like, hey, you should get the fuck out of my diner and just go to the radio station because it's right down the road. And they go to the radio station. There's a fucking foot race between Arnold and Sinbad. And it's another Sinbad's just overweight and out of shape jokes. It's it's
2: also like, oh, I'm just going to throw mail. On the ground. Yes, yeah, so
1: my mailbag is lighter. Like, give oh, me a break. It.
2: They g- stop. It. You're not the Millennium Falcon trying to jettison some yeah. garbage to get a better. <laughs>
1: by the way, yeah, exactly. By the way, you're trying to get this toy for your kids, Sinbad. You are throwing your job right oh, in the toilet. You Certainly are, Sinbad. You are flat out fired. Come, Sh- come, December twenty sixth. Christmas Eve. <laughs> you des- you decide yep. on your own volition just to dump mail in the middle of the fucking street. Just huck a bunch of garbage that people are expecting you to deliver. And
2: it gets worse than that, but we'll get there. But first, we got to talk about this Martin Mull. <laughs> oh, God. Man.
1: Martin Mull, another actor that I think is really funny. Yep. He's done some great stuff. Here he is as a hilariously uh, be ponytailed radio <laughs> DJ. He's kind of... He's kind of decked out to look like his animated Simpsons character yes. when him and Carlin play those hippies. Absolutely. Munchy and uh, whatever the other one was. I just remember Munchie. Munchie was Carlin's character. But so here he is, Martin Molly's this DJ, and Arnold fucking like breaks into the studio and just screams he's just, names yelling, at him. He's just Don, yelling reindeer. The name.
2: Prancer, the Blitzen. <laughs> it's like excuse me. <laughs> What's that? Uh, and He calls 911. Martin
1: Mall immediately calls 911. I mean, this scene is really where shit gets crazy because, I mean, Arnold, right here, you're arrested. You, yeah. you oh, vandalized absolutely. property, trespassing, whatever. In comes Sinbad after he, he pounded away that heart attack, put that off for another <laughs> month or so. He gets up there and then he's like, it's so unfunny. And crazy because he's like, oh yeah, because Martin Mall says, uh, well, the toy's not here. You get a gift it's certificate a gift to certificate get it later. And you can get it. Which later. again, you're you're at your last ditch effort here. Just steal that gift certificate, honestly. Yeah. If it's the best you can do, look, maybe you keep looking for it and you get it later. But worst comes to worst, you have the gift certificate for the doll.
2: You a son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: And so Sinbad is pissed off about this, and instead of acting like an adult and just leaving, he takes out one of the presents and says he has a bomb.
2: Yeah, he takes one of the packages that he's mailing and says it's a bomb. Like this isn't funny.
1: No, <laughs> and who and funny who and this. I, I I I get it. It's not supposed to be too realistic. Yeah, but who's believing this? Yeah. <laughs> what kind yeah. of. Any kind of educated person's believing that oh, this uh, one square thing in my bag, boom. That's well, a lot. It is. Martin Mull's working at a top forty DJ's post, so maybe it's not that great of a I, guy. I mean, maybe. I mean, then I th- I would just imagine a, sh- a good shotgun in your face. <laughs> you're not you're not bringing in a bomb. So they like get out of there or whatever. Like he end throws it, and it's like oh, it's clearly not a bomb. And they get out of there. And then, like, the police show up because Martin Mull is called 911. Yeah. And Sinbad pulls the joke again. Like, 60 seconds haven't even gone by. And and he's like, I got a bomb in here. And he
2: does it to the police. And... (laughs) <laughs> He's in his mail carrier uniform. Yep. I don't know if there's a name tag. There's probably a badge number, you know, like so, a. Oh, to so yeah, identify him. T- At well, le- very least the description, and you know he probably delivers mail within the Minneapolis, Twin Cities yeah, uh, area. Hey, so. hey,
1: uh, hey Minneapolis uh, Postmaster General, I'm looking for one of your mail carriers. He looks a lot like stand up comedian
2: Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What about him? <laughs> Oh, was he doing that bomb threat again? Yeah, guess what? He's in jail now.
1: He's in the middle of his shift, and his entire bag was empty already. <laughs> He's not in jail. We shot him in the fucking head, honestly. <laughs> There's like 20 police officers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, up until this point, like I said, it hasn't been realistic, but it's been plausible. Yes. It's been yes.
2: Almost. It's been silly. It's been playful. But Goofy. this is yeah. when we go this to straight to town.
1: This is fucking <laughs> Toontown. town. I wish Bob Hoskins was here to fucking throw me through this place. I don't work for no tunes or Sinbad. <laughs> no, I won't take your case, Sinbad. Woo, lover boy. <laughs> Sinbad as the fucking Tex Avery lady. <laughs> No, so he gives him his bomb and the the, the bomb explodes. And here's the thing, okay? They get out of the building. They're in the street. And then the end of Die Hard happens at the top (laughs) of this building. Like the floor blows out. And you're like, whoa, they're dead. Cut back to the elevator bank at the top of the building. And it's just the one police officer that was holding it. Looks like a fucking cartoon blast. My wife was like, "He looks like fucking Daffy Duck right now." Yeah, but, like when his or, beak was on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: It'd be great if his mouth and his nose was on the other side of his head.
1: And every other police officer standing around him is like, "Well, that's a real bummer, there, Lieutenant." Yeah, <laughs> and some guy. Some guy's like,
2: "Huh? Thought you had ten years on the bomb squad, huh?"
1: <laughs> like, uh, how, how are you about- speaking about, right now? How about
2: you know what? It, it would've been great. I know this is you know this is. Gonna be stupid, so bear with me, everyone. <laughs> Fair enough. I would love it if the movie decided to be ultra realistic, like 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 Saving Private Ryan. When you see someone blown up in <laughs> yeah. that, it's like just chunks and just nothing left, and just like just like dude, I'd love blood it. Like
1: mist. a leg just falls down on the ground, like hits Sinbad in the arm. Like what? Oh wow, that was a real bomb, huh? Weird.
2: Yeah, and that guy's just. Murder! That whole floor's dead. That They're whole dead. team.
1: There's Martin Mull's
2: dead. There's a guy dragging himself down the stairwell with a huge piece of shrapnel like, in his side, like just like <laughs> it's just like the end of uh,
1: Bad Boys Two when the guy like falls oh, on the mine oh, and it's yeah. just like <laughs> yes, just pieces like, are in Mark. Gore fart.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, yes, this movie could really use a Gore fart.
1: Welcome back to Chris Cavin's Gore fart. That's a gore fart. I think there's a gore fart in From Beyond. There's there's a definite gore fart in From Beyond, man. That's a great a, movie. A, oh. And
2: uh, four years later in the election, there was one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> joke that's jacking. Joke jacked,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once in a while, it's good to do a little joke jacking.
1: So can we talk about when Arnold Schwarzenegger fights and then gets drunk with a reindeer? Oh, yeah, that part. <laughs> speaking you know we're going down this path of realism and fucking plausibility so earlier in the movie phil hartman again being hilarious is like oh you didn't rent out a reindeer for your kid i did like he's doing a clear like he father of the year it wasn't thing.
2: even just rented out he like bought it, he he bought says, it.
1: oh that's he right because he says he's gonna give it away to the wild oh, Yeah, after he's gonna Christmas.
2: release it he, he saw this family of that he's picked out and and they'll accept him as one of their own <laughs> guess what they won't No. Nope. guess what he's dying yeah he's and...
1: gonna die out there all alone yeah thanks been a, <laughs> in a pen most of his life now back into the wild gonna Yeah, gonna like dead. uh it's gonna be like in that show the return there's just a bunch of dead wild animals in that pond you, you do understand what pack behavior is don't you <laughs> they go up against each other he's dead
2: yeah and i Talk about spoiling your kids, man. Phil Hartman's kid in this. I'm oh sorry. Man. You're poisoned in the well, What's man. great,
1: too, is Phil Hartman's kid, not only is he spoiled little kid, he's a spoiled little fat kid, so he makes it even worse. Yeah, kind of <laughs> the guy who gave me the most laughs in this movie. I got to be honest. Other than Wait, Phil Hartman, the... he's the fat kid. Oh. I love how it's Phil Hartman, this fat kid who has six lines. And then maybe like eight other people, probably before you get to Sinbad. I know. Oh, I mean, like, making the, you laugh. Are you out of your, the, the reindeer is getting on before Sinbad does. <laughs> so it's established early on that this reindeer does not like Arnold. No. So Arnold, in a true moment of desperation, breaks into Phil Hartman's house.
2: And by this point, he's yes. already really burned the bridges with his kid because he actually called up and, like, started
1: yelling at him. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The, to to Jake ch- Lloyd tells him off and then hangs up the phone yeah,
2: on what? him. Yeah, Jamie, please. Get Jim your mother puts, on the phone.
1: What? This, Come this, on. this was the one where, I mean, this, if you ever, if you maybe were on Jake Lloyd's side before this, <laughs> this fucking puts it you're, right You're out not of after this, yeah, this because, little tantrum. All it like Arnold Schwarzenegger just wants to talk to his fucking wife. He, he has had a fucking shitty day. Yep. He just wants to get things straight for the rest of his goddamn day. You know what? When my dad would call up the house, like from work or wherever, and be like, "Put your mother on the phone." You know what I do? Put my mother on the phone. I will talk to you afterwards. Yeah, I don't tell him off and then hang up the phone. And it's not even telling off. It's just yammering on about the Turbo Man. <laughs> It's just him still talking, like on and I'm, on about this turbo. I've man. been spending my whole day dealing with it. I get it, buddy. I w- yeah, can I just
2: talk to your mother? He's also burned through about six hundred dollars now on scams, grifts, yeah. and cons. <laughs> God only Yeah, because yeah. at what point swimming,
1: tried- the swimming pool for your birthday is gone. He doesn't get the three hundred dollars back from Jim Belushi, like and the he, bust happened. He
2: also pays a random woman on the street three hundred dollars for what she, what he thinks is her Turbo Man doll, but it turns out to be Booster. No one wants a Booster doll. <laughs>
1: Booster, the uh, much maligned assistant the to Turbo pink Man, pink saber tooth monster. Thing. It's a pink Tasmanian devil looking character. It's, I mean, it's stupid. It's, a, it's a gross thing. So he, t- he's yeah, he's told him off on the phone. He really hates his guts, so and
2: then he's down to his like he's got he's, he's got no other recourse, and he's just remembering Phil Hartman going Turbo Man doll, huh? I got one nestled right under my tree. <laughs> it's, I mean,
1: Phil Hartman. I, I don't have to tell you how funny he is, but, like, you know that he gets this character so well. It's like, I'm saying shit that I could just say, like, nicely, but he's saying it with the character knowing... That Arnold's character clearly has not purchased the Turbo Man, right. and he's really, really it's rubbing 80, it in. Yeah. It's so fucking genius. So man. Arnold's
2: just gonna steal it from his fucking just, house. I'm just
1: gonna break it and fucking steal it. <laughs> he's he's gonna the- pull a
2: page from the mediocre de- detective or mediota, mediocre Lieutenant. lieutenant's book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just break into his house and steal the fucking thing.
2: No, it's okay. I got a drop gun. If something goes down, <laughs> port
1: of yeah. calm in the soda. <laughs> Oh, uh, what's that? I'm going to start a horrible fire in your house? Yeah, fuck it. Which Arnold totally does. He like kicks one of the three wise men's heads into the fireplace an electrical i mean what's
2: worse about this too is like that head goes up and it's burning in the fireplace and he's like oh no I got to put this out it's a fire spread thing and he tries to put it out and he just makes it worse he drags yeah. it out onto the <laughs> carpet puts, like, and now the carpet's on fire. Flammable
1: rags is what he's trying to belt it with. <laughs> and like it just starts this huge fire. <laughs> Phil Hartman's house is destroyed. Yeah it's and pretty so bad. To cool down from that, I guess, from his little crime spree, Arnold Schwarzenegger grabs a beer with the reindeer. Well, because this is when it comes to a head and Rita Wilson finds out. This is the third act of the movie. Rita Wilson finds out. It's the end of the second act, I guess, technically. She finds out he lied, didn't get the present. She winds up sort of siding with Phil Harmon. I mean, even though she doesn't like fall for any of his moves or anything. But she's like, you know what? We're going to the parade. You know what? Don't come. How about that? Don't come. And we need to get to the parade, because God damn it. Yeah, so this, I mean, the only thing, it's so stupid. He's drinking a six-pack of beer with this reindeer in the backyard, and the reindeer's, like, burping. It's a disgusting reindeer puppet, too, you know what I mean? So, like, it's like uh, you go to, like, a shitty, like... Steak like a family friendly steakhouse, and there's like a talking deer on the wall. Like, <laughs> oh,
2: hey, thanks for coming down to Wally's Steakhouse. Yeah, exa- <laughs>
1: exactly. And I punch the moose. Like that's yeah, it's exactly what this thing looks like. And after they're done, Turner and Hooching, <laughs> he goes to the parade uh, in the hopes of uh, like reconciling with Rita Wilson. I assume he. And this is really stupid. It's she just yells at him. And Jake Lloyd has already yelled at him. So he's like, ah, they both yelled at me. And he he says, like, you know, I have to start being a better father or whatever. And it's like, what what are you going to do? You've ruined Christmas for this kid. Your wife's pissed at you. Just going and showing up at this parade and being like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, you're not going to do anything. You know what I mean? So the, I mean, this is what his plan is. I'm just going to show up, and maybe they won't be mad at me anymore. I got you
2: three hundred dollars in cash. <laughs> Merry Christmas.
1: And we just we launch into the most ridiculous. It's the it's it, it's, it's, he uh, becomes, it, it's he becomes he becomes Iron Man. Yeah, he's fucking Iron Man. Yeah. He winds up. Somehow getting involved in this parade, he accidentally is mistaken for the actor who's going to play Turbo Man because
2: in this Because the thing. main actor who was supposed to play Turbo Man basically died,
1: right? It, was, it is in a coma now because He's... of something, which, by the way, this is uh, one of the only believable parts of this last part, because the suit they give him certainly could put you in a coma. It's a suit invented by Tony Stark. Like yeah. it's an out and out rocket pack that this guy's got. And you know, it's got razor disks. It's like all right, he's going to do <laughs> I the come show. In peace. <laughs> it's floating CDs at people. Yeah. I mean, it's so stupid, right? So he he's mistaken for this guy. He gets in the parade. And the dude who plays Booger is hilariously playing the the Booster. sidekick,
2: Booster. Yeah, welcome addition. I, you yeah. know, he's he's got some nice little. It's lines, great. Yeah.
1: Like there's there's Booger. He's like smoking a cigarette. Like where the hell have you been? Like really <laughs> treating Arnold like shit, which is awesome. <laughs> and uh, it's the whole thing starts, and he's like, you get to give a toy to one of the kids in the crowd. He gives it to Jake Lloyd, and then Sinbad cuz remember everybody Sinbad's in this movie dressed up as the villain he it's like a Brainiac It looks like Brainiac thing. I think it's like the what was it's that like... Will Ferrell Brad Pitt animated movie that totally tanked Oh Megamind He looks it looks like Megamind basically right, I
2: think I think it's called like the Dementor The or Dementor something. that is the yeah. name yeah in in Turbo Man yeah,
1: yeah. he's the uh the soul sucking ghosts from the Harry Potter world yeah, He's 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 Turbo Man's Metallo <laughs> So it's like here's Sinbad, and it's it's supposed to be like an Indiana Jones stunt show type thing, right? Yeah. Like, oh, here's fucking the the villain, and they're gonna fight, and he's gonna save the day, and then Sinbad becomes a total criminal
2: by going who's, off script.
1: Who's he <laughs> goes off script? Big crime. Uh, second crime, harassing and assaulting a child. Like Sinbad's getting the chair by the end of this. Well, because the Dementor suit. Like, we're talking about how. We're saying that the Turbo Man costume would be made by Tony Stark. Yeah. This fucking, the Dementors was made by Jeff Bridges, because this thing has a rocket fist oh, yeah. <laughs> that can fire and hit him, and it's like supposed to be like solid steel metal. Yeah, it's it's it fires, and then it goes back into his hand, just like the TV show that we see at the beginning of this movie, mm-hmm. where there's, you know, Power Rangers levels yeah. of special effects, but like... It's still special effects. This is like the fist comes out and comes back to
2: Sinbad yeah. and
1: hooks back in like magic, like TV magic. Well, it, it
2: rips his arm off. Minnesota must be a fucking <laughs> military
1: town because this shit <laughs> is next level. It's
2: nuts. One, one of the first things he does too is he like uppercuts Booster. Oh and yeah. then he flies <laughs> off the float and lands, and then the and he's and he's like, "Shut up, Booster! Nobody likes you." And then the kids in the audience in the crowd. Agree with that sentiment and go over there and start beating eat the, the shit out of him. Them. Dude, it's like Booger's a scene dead. from The Walking
1: Dead, man. There's a pack of wild kids that eat him alive. Dude, they're
2: like ripping him apart. <laughs> it's terrifying. That's another victim claimed by this movie. <laughs> Vern Troyer and this guy, Booger, all sharing a bed next to each other in critical care.
1: So then like Arnold starts flying around in this suit. And I mean
2: Jetpack. flying
1: around yeah. in it. He's going
2: up. Flying through
1: skyscrapers. No training.
2: No training. Nothing. He goes through a window, goes through a family's dinner.
1: Yeah, they're like saying, Grace, they're about to have like Christmas Eve dinner and he flies through. Doesn't matter.
2: I can ruin as many people holiday as I want as long as my son's is perfect. And then continuing with the cartoon physics, there's a shot in this whole thing
1: where he's about to slam face first into a building and he goes head first against this brick wall. Thung. Yeah, and he's just like vibrating. Like a fucking, you know, like tuning fork. Well, I mean, he also does Tony Stark at the end of The Avengers because he goes up into the atmosphere and almost <laughs> touches space. Yeah, he and throws, throws his, that thing through the wormhole. <laughs> and he's somehow able to fucking come back from this. It's, it's so crazy. It's so fucking crazy. Meanwhile, Sinbad is chasing this child through the streets. And Rita Wilson's like, Oh, be careful. Like, she doesn't get it. Like, call the police. This is clearly not something that's... It's a parade. There's police everywhere. What are they doing?
2: And now, little Annie Skywalker is climbing (laughs) up this ladder to go to the roof, and it's like, Rita Wilson, you really know that this isn't part of the plan. You've been with your kid all day. Yeah, you know that no one from the parade
1: planning commission has called you to set this up. Like, oh, we want your little boy to be an extra... Or I guess a featured role yep. in our little stunt show, and the kid is climbing up. It's like a radio tower or something. Yep. Oh no, it's a it's a it's a big the metallic Christmas, Christmas tree, tree. Yeah. and it starts like tipping over. And Sinbad the whole time is like, "Get back here, kid! Get back here!" Not like, "Hey, this is getting dangerous. Maybe I should stop chasing a kid for a doll." It's like till my last breath. By the way, there's, I'm going to try to get this the, toy. By the way, there's two anchors there. This is all televised. Job again disintegrated in front oh, of your very oh, eyes. Yes. By the way, one of the anchors on TV, the dude anchor, is the actor who plays Jackie Childs on Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's,
1: uh, this dude is an amazing voice actor yeah. because he's, I mean, Jackie's an amazing cartoon character, like yeah. Johnny Cochran type guy. And this guy's like, welcome to the Minneapolis you know, morning yeah. news report. And it's, like, it's so much different. And I was like, tooling around That's IMDb awesome. like, he's fucking Jackie Childs. This dude's great. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. You're on national TV. Done for. Yeah. Out of a job. Get in the chair. Get in the, not just losing your job, get in the chair oh, get, for this havoc. Guess what, Sinbad Jr., what you're getting for Christmas? Homelessness. If this ha- Junior, by the way, is great. If this happened in 2013, they would consider this a fucking terrorist attack. Yeah, oh, absolutely. If this happens at the Macy's Day Parade, terrorist. Your attack. only
2: recourse is to get into that van of that vacuum cleaner guys and, <laughs> and disappear from the world. No,
1: he's going to Guantanamo, and he's gonna have to watch the fucking Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> It's happening.
2: Whoa. The Star Wars Holiday, holiday yeah. Special. Yeah. I apologize.
1: Don't you associate that shit with my <laughs> holiday, goddammit. <what? laughs> Gonna have to listen to that in Pig Destroyer. <laughs> Better keep the Christ in Christmas. <laughs> but yeah, like, I'm sorry. There's a, jet, a jet-powered thing flying around New York City during the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Terrorist attack. But, They're both going to jail. But no, of course. Like, everything ends like... Uh, He has the rocket, uh, he saves Jake Lloyd, uh, Arnold, as Turbo Man, saves Jake Lloyd when he tips over. Yeah, swoops down, like, just in time. I mean, why do you need that stakes, by the way? Yeah, why in this Christmas movie does it have to be life? Like, he could die. This kid could die. Literally a second second away from death. And, like, this catch that Arnold makes with this thing would be tough for Superman. Yeah. And he just swoops in, never having used a jetpack before, unless, unless... Arnold's character in this movie is the same character from True Lies, and he's actually a secret spy, uh, and this is just another life on top of the Jamie Lee Curtis life? Listen, that movie in True Lies, he's Harry, right? This yeah. movie, he's Howard, not that far off. He could oh, be a secret man. spy that knows how to use a rocket pack. So wait, is Rita Wilson going to be forced to strip for him in this one, too? I'm all right with that. <laughs> I don't know if Tom Hanks would be, but I'm fine with it. So,
2: so okay, Minneapolis. So, is he spying on Canada or something? Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: dude, making sure our friends to the north don't get any ideas.
2: That's exactly
1: what he's doing. Tom there. Arnold's just talking about all these spies in Montreal. <laughs> uh yeah, and, uh, that's the end of the movie, right? Yeah. The kid, and this is shitty. Well,
2: Jake Lloyd, get, get, is that what you're, is? Is yeah, this the, the shitty kid, part you were talking about? Yeah, it okay. is. The
1: kid has to teach the adults how to behave on Christmas. Jake Lloyd has the doll. Sinbad, by the way, is in handcuffs. Finally, this movie kind of gets back to reality. And he's like, hey, before you go to jail forever, give this to your kid. He gives him the Turbo Man doll. And Arnold is just like, after the day I had, you're giving this thing away? You got to be kidding me. Sinbad, you can have the gift certificate I stole oh, from the radio station. Absolutely. You're keeping that fucking doll in this house. We're putting it in the glass case. You're never playing with it. Like he just gives it away and they're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" and he's like, "Hey man, why do I need this doll? My dad is
2: Turbo Man." And I'm like, "He's not keeping the suit."
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, you, you, you know? instantly. Yeah, we're going to need that costume back right now.
1: Yeah, so we got another uh, Turbo Man parade uh, tomorrow. I gotta, get, I gotta get up to. Uh, we have to return this to
2: Halliburton. Will you please?
1: <laughs> Blackwater needs this for a mission in the Sudan or
2: Kosovo. <laughs> yeah. Just to date this, properly. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> you're right. We gotta take this to
2: Kosovo. So, whoa, oh God, uh, Slobodan Milosevic. <laughs>
1: We're going to try to take out Slobodan Milosevic in this Turbo Man costume.
2: Maybe that's it. That, him, Arnold, as the secret agent, in yes. the, takes on Turbo Man as his form to go <laughs> to fight Slobodan Milosevic.
1: Dude, I would love it if they're like, listen, we got to get this jetpack back to Blackwater so they can take out Milosevic. And then they're like, fuck, there's not enough time to get all this Turbo Man paint off of it. <laughs> so this... This hired assassin has to fly in as Turbo Man to <laughs> take out Slobodan Milosevic. But the problem is, is, whenever he would assassinate people with these little discs, like what are they going to do? Pretend like a CD player exploded? <laughs> yeah, there's We're, no way to cover that. Honestly, <laughs> this in man the, was clearly <laughs> killed by Turbo Man.
2: In the Balkans, CD player explosions quite common. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> actually not... <laughs>
2: A lot, of, a lot of boom boxes were literal boom boxes. <laughs> yeah, those,
1: you know, the five tray ones, they were hair triggers, really.
2: <laughs> yeah, once, you know, once Tito's Yugoslavia fell apart, then all the civil wars came. Yeah, yeah there's some boom boxes.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of jagged little pill in those. <laughs> Man, I would love seeing a Dan Rather news report telling me that the fucking Turbo Man took out Slobodan Milosevic. It'd
2: be awesome. An interesting turn of events. <laughs> Slobodan Velozovich was murdered today by Turbo Man. <laughs> it was
1: a dark turn for Turbo Man. He's usually fighting aliens with a pink Tasmanian devil. Yeah, foreign policy usually isn't his uh, his foray. I would like to award the uh, Medal of Freedom to Turbo
0: Man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's done a, a great deal of pride to this nation. and uh, He's committed a, a heroic act for the world. Turbo Man, thank you for... Thank you. Turbo Man for killing Slobodan Milosevic. <laughs> Bet you get a lot of talent in that suit. <laughs> <laughs> you mind if I uh, borrow your Turbo Man suit for the weekend? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's bu- Mom, did you hear? Turbo, Turbo Man's a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Mom,
1: you have to buy me the Slobodan Milosevic villain castle so Turbo Man can fight him. <laughs> And the hundred henchmen <laughs> whose necks
2: <nexy> he shattered.
1: <laughs> that's the end of the movie, right? Or so you think. I mean, that's uh, all. my dad's Turbo Man fade to black yeah. credits, right? I'm a big credit watcher. Sat through it. You know what happens at the end of this movie, the end of the credits? The actual end of the movie. There's a scene that could function well as the blackout scene for the movie but they make you sit through these credits for it. It's they're back at the house. Arnold is putting the star on the tree, which is a thing from earlier in the movie. Phil Hartman tries to do it, and she's he's, like, "No, Arnold it's, always does he's that." Putting it's my of...
2: star on my tree. He's putting <laughs> my birthday cake. No,
1: that one's the wrong movie. <laughs> birthday he, cake is from the sixth day. He. he looks... This is this is him. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger when he hits ninety-five. <laughs> <laughs> His line's just. Like, Grandpa, you're mixing up your catchphrases. Get
2: to the job. I'll
1: be back. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: you
1: so won't, they're 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 trimming the tree and everything, and Rita Wilson is like, you know, you made me so proud today. Like the lengths that you went for our spoiled little brat. Like mm. it's it's, it's kind of turning me on right now. And I was like, where is this going? You, you got that end scene here, huh? Yeah, tail you got the... <laughs> you got (laughs) you got that sex swing i asked for right well that's what she's like you know it just makes me think if you do all this for our son i wonder what you got me for christmas yeah it's fucking needle (laughs) off the record smash zoom on arnold (laughs) like and then that's like that's the blackout gag and i was like Why would you leave this at the end of the credits? Like, that's how you end your movie. Wow, what a great day at the parade. Now we're back at the house. Now he's running
2: running to the uh, mediocre lieutenant to get something nice for the missus.
1: (laughs) Oh, you need something for your wife, huh? I got a couple of things that might turn some buttons.
2: Want me to warm her up for you, chief?
1: (laughs) I got you this cashmere sweater. What is this red dot? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you won't notice that red dot. It's harmless. Everybody loves cashmere. (laughs) What is this dog <laughs> Uh
2: would anybody recommend Jingle All the Way? I would. I mean it's not obviously not uh, you know, star cal stellar cinema as Chris might enjoy, it but <laughs> It's um
1: <laughs> no, I wouldn't.
2: It's still Chris was twirling his mustache I by was. the way <laughs> for all those listening at home. This movie's fun and dumb and it's not it's you know, it's nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy to write home about, but I feel like it's it's worth seeing once.
1: Yeah. Um it's I mean, the Phil Hartman stuff, I mean, it is. Yes. You can only I you, you only have so much Phil Hartman on film and I kind of say you should watch it for that, but after that, I mean, you can actually fast forward through the rest of it if you like. <laughs> um, I mean, if I mean, if you have eighty-seven minutes to kill, which I'm, I assume many people do. Oh yeah, uh, sure, go ahead, watch the whole damn thing. <laughs> but like, Phil Hartman, that part is a recommend for me. This movie's a solid recommend for me. Like, it's not a Christmas classic. My boss was right in canceling my plans. (laughs) You recently found out (laughs) it's not a Christmas classic. (laughs) But, I mean, this movie is fucking crazy. It's so crazy. You got, you know, the aforementioned amazing Phil Hartman. You know, the Arnold stuff is kooky. And the third act of this movie is so insane. You gotta see it to believe it. If you haven't caught this I movie, mean, there's yet,
2: even stuff we didn't mention, like uh, him messing with that cop so many times. Oh like, there's yeah, all there's, these
1: little things. There's so much ridiculous crap. It's ridiculous crap, is what <laughs> it is. But it's it's a totally watchable movie, and it's yeah, it's only 87 minutes. So this holiday season, once you watch all the good stuff, and you're wanting to watch some like tolerable bad stuff. Jingle all the way is a fun the kids are in bed let's have a couple of heavy ABV beers. Yeah beer. yeah
2: remember this is not child friendly this this film it's, it's, not really, recommended. it's really not yeah. cuz
1: listen it's going to teach your kids to be a piece of shit and i know you don't want shitty
2: kids. Yeah i mean come on andrew saw this in the theater look at look at him
1: yeah i mean it's just a real pile of garbage <laughs> just the way phil hartman says taste your wife's cookies i mean that's that's, that's enough to put you on the mm. wrong track What's he actually mean there, Mom? Nothing.
2: Shut up, Invisible Child.
1: (laughs) Starring Rita Wilson. That's Jingle All the Way from 1996, directed by the very rich and successful Peter Levant. You want to get a hold of us, check out the website, whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We are at... Whm podcast right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail dot com. Blame it outer space is back. Blame it on outer space.com dot com. Facebook and Twitter at blame space pod. You got a, you got a Christmas episode? Yeah, well, up? we
2: got kind of two actually. We, we got
1: the Crampus,
2: which Kr- we plugged. Crampus just came out the other week, and now, oh, I think out, maybe available even now or tomorrow. The the War on Christmas.
1: Yes. It's a big deal, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Big deal. So, blame. yeah, sorry. Speaking
2: of holiday episodes, we got a WHM on screen coming up as well. Yes,
1: this Thursday. So, it's kind of like a late Christmas present. Mm -hmm. uh, But this Thursday, you will be able, on our app and Bandcamp page, uh, you will be able to get yourself... A little treat. Uh, we kind of broke our promise. We had said we were done with the Star Wars franchise, but the Star Wars holiday special is discussed in an episode of WHM on screen. So make sure to get the app or check out whmpodcast.bandcamp.com on Thursday to get yourself that episode. Nice little Christmas bonus. Sitting around with the family. Hear us rag on that. Well, it's not family friendly. But. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, <laughs> this, is your this adult is, family. This is
2: when your family finally leaves or you go up to the attic and you take your, your, your iPod or whatever.
1: You're doing the dishes. You get the iPod You get out. your eggnog out. <laughs> exactly. You get your
2: eggnog or scotch or something and you yep. just have yourself a quiet little WHM time
1: yeah there you go star wars holiday special available this thursday or out now if you're listening to this uh not on christmas
2: eve uh or if it's christmas eve uh 2015 2016 <laughs> 20 yeah. we well, know. i mean you, it's it's been out be, for a while yeah so it'll be it it'll anyway. be available there <laughs> it, it,
1: it will still be available if this
2: is the year uh 2150 how's, what's, it, how, what's, what's how's it going like? <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs>
1: We have one more episode remaining in 2013. Uh, Chris Cabin, you want to give a hint about what next week's movie is for New Year's Eve? Um... Bird Catastrophe. Ha <laughs> ha! That could be anything. It's good. That's a lot of things. Bird Catastrophe. And by the way, we mentioned it at the top of the program, but the animation damnation animation contest, uh, we explained what that is at the top, so you know, rewind if you want that info again. But looking forward to getting those submissions. The due date, January 31st at the stroke of midnight. That's all. Until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris Cabin. Eric sister Take it easy.
0: Who told you you can eat my cookies? No! Put that cookie down! Now!